Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Mike and Abdallah. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. This should be a fun night. Black and Abdallah, 6 day, right here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. I do want to talk some Bears with you this evening. Bears and Lions, week 14 this Sunday. So Bears had the bye week, and now they're back to work. We'll talk and preview the Bears and the Lions. And also, you know, what we saw yesterday in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers, I have a thought about Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love. There's a lot of hype over Jordan Love, what he's done the last couple of weeks. And and I don't know if it's necessarily all only the player or else it's a good scheme that's also there for the Green Bay Packers. But I think we should start with this because it's the top story in, in sports right now, Abdallah. It's the college football playoff. The final four was announced last uh, yesterday. Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama get into the college football playoff. Uh, And there you go. And you have Georgia on the outside looking in. You have Florida State on the outside looking in. And Florida State being a conference champion that went undefeated, but is still told it's not good enough because it didn't look good enough for them offensively, for the committee to allow Florida State to be in. And I think it's uh, disappointing and it's a tragedy. And you've said multiple times on various shows that all these Florida State fans, I'm not a fan of Florida State football. I, I follow USC. They were eliminated early. Uh, because they're bad. Uh, but uh, I, I think the one thing that I do look at when the, the whole conversation boils down is, the, is it, the committee is telling me that the games don't matter. And what they want is just the best optimal matchup in their heads that will take place. And I think it removes some of the fun of sports. Some of the fun of sports is the unexpected. And when there's unexpected things that take place, that's when we look at these great great moments, great teams, and great championship uh, situations. And I think that's what this committee has done is they've removed the possibility of a team showing up and kicking butt defensively and winning a championship because they had their first quarterback go down, their second quarterback wasn't available, and they're playing a third-string quarterback, still winning football games, still surviving, still winning their conference, but it wasn't good enough. And congratulations to your Crimson Tide that get into the playoffs. You don't mean that. I said congratulations. You don't mean that. You don't mean that. That's not nice. I don't think you're going to be able to have a conversation here that's not extremely biased. See, that's the problem. I I think that is what is exactly going to happen tonight. You just think that, and I tell you that I can't have a conversation about this because I went into, I woke up Sunday morning, and I can show you the text messages between myself and the Chicago's College Tailgate crew of uh, Shea Norling and Tyler Aki, who were debating this with me uh, for a lot of the time on Saturday night. I said they're not getting in, and they being Alabama. I said they're not getting in. I was looking at odds on FanDuel and various other you know books that had odds to get into the playoff, and it shifted from Alabama, yes, at like minus 400, when even when Florida State was losing, to no being the, and you know, you and I always say Vegas knows, right? Like Vegas knows. And if the odds shift that much, it usually means that someone knows something. So I had resigned myself to the fact that Alabama wasn't getting in, and I was fine with it. A team, a Power 5 team went undefeated. They absolutely deserved to get in. 
I'm not saying that Florida State didn't deserve to be in there. Just based on the resume, based on being a Power 5 conference, based on beating a lot of very good teams. They absolutely deserved it. But with those last few games against Florida and against Louisville, they, everybody's like, oh, they beat Florida, they beat Florida. They beat Florida 24-15. to 15. It's not exactly eye-popping. It's not earth-shattering. They beat Louisville 16-6. to six. Yes, their defense is great. I'm not taking anything away from their defense. They have the best, if not one of the best defenses in the entire country. I'm not saying that they don't do that. But what can be true is two things can be true at the same time. Florida State absolutely got hosed. They should definitely be in there. And the committee should have put them in there. And I, as an Alabama fan, can be absolutely okay with that. Because I've said it to you before. We've talked about this before. you got to win your games. You lost to Texas. you got to win your games. And if the committee would have said, hey, we had to choose between a team that beat, that beat Alabama, which is why we put Texas in, and they won their conference, and a team that was a Power 5 champion that went undefeated, and we put them in, I would be like, okay, fine, I get it. Beat Texas. Like, that's your job. Win your games. And when you have teams that go undefeated, guess what? That's the beauty of the regular season to you and me. The beauty of the regular season to you and me and to college football fans that aren't welcoming the expanded playoff is that the ga- every single game means something, right? But also, it's not the committee's job to just hand out, well, you have a trophy, so you get in. You have a trophy, so you get in. They have to look at it and say the four best teams currently in the college football landscape. And right now, without Jordan Travis to go against Michigan, to go against Washington, to go against Texas, Alabama, to them, look to be a better team than Florida State without Jordan Travis. Both things can be true to me. You can say that Florida State absolutely got hosed and say that, guess what? A team without a Heisman candidate isn't as good as they were before. Like, both things can be true. And it's not the committee's job. The committee's not governed by the NCAA. And they showed the graphic multiple, multiple times that said, we can take into effect that an injury has changed the course of a team. And the injury, sure. Did it affect Florida? No. Did it affect Louisville? No. But those teams aren't as good as Michigan and Washington and Texas. And the committee believed that Alabama would be a better matchup among those four teams than Florida State. And that's what they did. And I, I'm, again, as an, now the bias will come in. I agree with them in that sense because I agree that Florida State, without, look, if this was just, if they were running a random quarterback that wasn't going to be, that wasn't a Heisman candidate, that they were just, that he was just a game manager, that's fine. But Jordan Travis is special. Jordan Travis was getting Heisman hype at the beginning of the year throughout the middle of the year. Like he was right up there with everybody else getting Heisman hype. And when you lose someone like that, sure, you can win a couple games at the end of the season, but it doesn't mean that in the eyes of the committee that you're going to be able to compete with Michigan and Washington and Texas. Well, they, unfortunately, like that, that's the flaw in the entire situation. Uh, the flaw is not like that's where I come in and I say it's bothersome. You, you said it's not up to the committee to just hand out spots for who gets trophies. Well, I, I think you're, you're stretching a little bit of, uh, of, uh, a logical conversation with that because it's not just handing out spots to people who win trophies. We're talking about a power five conference team that went undefeated and won their conference. So this is, this is not something that it's like I'm sitting here hoping that Tulane gets in or BYU of the past or, or someone who is not of caliber. This is Florida state in the ACC. They went undefeated and they won their conference. 
Now, I understand you, you said that, that uh, Travis Jordan was a Heisman hopeful at, at one point in the season, but you could argue he's not their best player. You've said multiple times today, they lose their best player. He actually is not their best player. Keon Coleman, wide receiver, is projected to be the 13th pick in the draft. Okay, who's going to uh, throw Jared him the ball? Jared uh, Verse, who's from, gonna, from the defensive side. Who's going to throw him the ball, He though? is a top 15 pick in the NFL draft as well. So they have multiple players who are, n- who are not quarterbacks who could be the best player on the team. Okay. And I think that's the flaw in the entire argument, is that people are just so hell-bent and obsessed with quarterbacks and offensive football that nothing else matters anymore. Nothing else matters. And that's what this decision is telling us. Because they didn't have their number one quarterback, because he was a Heisman hopeful, the rest of the team does not matter. Florida State should quit, don't play football, and kids follow what State does. Florida State are not allowed to play because their quarterback wasn't there, their best player in Abdallah's viewpoint and and many uh, across the country. So you don't get to try. You don't get to participate. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because all we care about in society is offensive football. That's it. That's the American way. And and so that's why they're screwed. It's not that they went undefeated or or they didn't have enough style points. If they had a quarterback who was their starter all along, they'd be in the tournament. That's it. And I think the entire thing is completely flawed because if you go back to the very first college football playoff, the team who won it all, Ohio State in 2015, won it with their third string quarterback. Okay. Ohio State had two quarterbacks go down, Braxton Miller and JT Barrett. And they, the committee talked about it. Cardale Jones is the third string quarterback, comes in. Ohio State beats Oregon for the first ever college football playoff championship. Yeah. And that was a team that showed up. They were allowed to compete. And, like, that's the problem. You're not allowing a team that deserves it to compete. And I get in your eyes it may not be a tasteful game, a sexy game, a fun game. I get it. I read the quotes from the committee. Clearly they're bored out of their minds watching the ACC championship game. So was all of America. And they made their decision that this team's not allowed to play. So was all of America was complaining about that game on Saturday night. Isn't this a larger conversation on the the issue with with society that we, we can't watch unsexy football like no. what what the hell is wrong with everyone? everyone's complaining that it wasn't a good game here's a bad game oh here well, this is bad i personally enjoy watching football i'm sorry yeah and you and, get- and when there's not a quarterback there i don't sit around complaining and and, and getting upset over it and you get I, to watch football i enjoy it i watch it you get to watch michigan and alabama it's good football and then you get to watch texas and washington you get to still watch two games I didn't say it wasn't going to. My point is this. This obsession with people and having to have a perfect quarterback, perfect offense to be allowed to win a championship, I think is stupid. Okay. And it's killing the sport. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but life's not fair. Sometimes your quarterback gets hurt, and then you don't get to be in the college football playoff. And next year, guess what? If their quarterback gets hurt again, they'll still be in because it doesn't matter after this year. This year's the last year. Well, we're talking about this year. I understand that. And what I'm telling you is that the committee looked at it and they said that we don't think that Florida State will be able to hang with uh, with Michigan and with Washington and with Texas because they don't have a Heisman caliber player. It doesn't matter if he's their best player or not. He's their Heisman caliber player. He's their quarterback. He's the most important position on the field. The most important. Tell me their best player is a wide receiver. Who's going to throw to him? So I think a new rule should be Anytime a starting quarterback is not available for a team, pro or college, cancel the game. 
Okay, fine. Give it, give it to the other if team. If you want to go to the extreme and be well, ridiculous, that's, then that's, that's fine. That's what you're doing. You're that's saying not. a team can't compete. I, why can't Florida I State? Why is there, why did is you there hear an what answer I said? where Florida State can't show up and roll their defense and play well and win a football game? I didn't why can't say that, that happen? You, everyone's acting like I'm on the damn committee. I didn't make this decision. Because you're, the, the thought that kids are not allowed to compete is illogical from your they point. They can compete. Go play Georgia. Prove it. Well, Go beat I, Georgia. I think that's They're where... a two-touchdown dog to Georgia. Go beat them. Prove well, it. Well, and that's where I have uh, something like if you uh, follow college football, if you're a fan of college football, the history of college football, like, like here, here's what you want to look at. Florida State at the moment, right now, in the AP is ranked fourth. Right yeah, that's now, because it's a bunch week- of nerds ranking teams. I get it. Do you let me finish? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Right now, in the coaches' poll, they're ranked third. Okay? Now, the history of college football, Abdal, let me, let me uh, clue you in on something. Oh, okay. History of college football, multiple national champions have happened many times in the last 100 years. In the 20s, it happened five times. In the 30s, it happened once. In the 40s, it didn't happen. In the 50s, it happened twice. In the 60s, there are five different times where we crowned multiple national titles. Mm-hmm. 70s, four times. The 80s didn't have one. The 90s had three. 2000s had one. And the 2010s haven't had one. And especially since the college football playoff, we've gone with one national title. If you're a college football fan, if you love the, the sport, you know that many times throughout the years, there's been multiple national titles uh, handed out, champions crowned. Uh, in fact... Two separate years, 1964 and 1970, there were three. 1964, Alabama, Arkansas, and Notre Dame all claimed national title. In 1970, Nebraska, Texas, and Ohio State all claimed the national title. How about this, Abdallah? Since I'm a USC fan, you're an Alabama fan. 1978, both Alabama and USC claimed the national title. Mm -hmm. So if you're Florida State today, this is what you need to do. Florida State needs to go out and beat Georgia, do it convincingly, and claim the national title. Because you know what's going to happen with the playoff? Is if you look at the AP and the coaches' poll, both Washington and Michigan are not going to finish undefeated. That won't happen. Yeah. So at worst, there will be two left standing who are undefeated. Florida State and whoever wins the college football playoff, if it's Michigan or Washington. Yeah. And at that point... Claim national title. Florida State wins the national title. They beat Georgia in their bowl game, and they go undefeated for the season. And then you'll have a national champion with whoever that is out of the college football playoff. It has happened before in college football. It's happened many times before, especially in the last 100 years. And and multiple times it's happened where three teams have claimed the national title. Is it perfect? No, but that's what Florida State should do today. They could. Focus on Georgia beat Georgia, and claim you're a national champion and see if the AP or the coaches poll will put you number one. The problem is you got to convince uh, a bunch of players that are going to the draft to actually play in a bowl game that doesn't mean anything to them. Like, that's the problem now, is, is the reason that they're going to more games is so more of these games matter, and so you have a real playoff. Uh, but what's going to happen this year, at least, is I bet you half of Georgia and half of Florida State starters don't play because they're going to the draft. Now, they could play like I'm not, I haven't been to the future to see if they're going to play or not but if I was Florida State I would tell them to play and beat Georgia and say hey and then hope that Alabama loses and then you can go see see what could have been see and that's fine that what that's what could have been I'm still standing on 
my soapbox and saying that two things can be true. Florida State got hosed. I'm not saying that they didn't. So don't come at me and say, oh, Florida State. I'm agreeing with you. Florida State got hosed. You and I are agreeing Florida State got hosed. I also believe that they're not one of the best four football teams in the country right now because of Al- because Alabama has been playing so well the last two months of the season and because they beat the number one team in the country. Yes, they lost to Texas, but Texas is the number three team in the country right now. So they lost to the number three team and they beat the number one team. They also have a better strength of schedule than Florida State did this year. So there are other metrics besides just uh, Jordan Travis being out that affected the committee's ruling. There are other reasons that why they picked Alabama as opposed to, or another school, it could have been another school, it could have been Oregon, it could have been Georgia, they could have went with Georgia. I don't know if people are this mad if they went with Georgia over Florida State. If Georgia would have ended, if they would have, if Georgia... Oh yeah, no, if they were, people would be. I, I would still have the same exact viewpoint. My viewpoint is not skewed based on the bias of the team. My viewpoint is skewed based on... I'm looking at a team in a Power 5 conference that's left out after going undefeated and winning said conference. They got screwed. I'm agreeing with you. But I also agree with the committee's ruling that these are the four best teams in the country. 312-332-3776. Your phone call is next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. It's Blake Abdallah on a Monday night, hanging out with you, talking football at 312-332-3776. We do have news in the last 30 minutes. The Heisman Trophy finalists have been announced. Jaden Daniels from LSU, Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State, Bo Nix from Oregon, and Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. Those are your finalists for the Heisman Trophy. We're talking about the college football playoff. Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama get in. Florida State. Left out. We go to Chuck in Park Ridge. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chuck? Hey, guys. Appreciate you. Love the show. Uh, just a question. Slippery slope out there. Uh, not giving any shade to Alabama directly, but let's face it, Auburn, one play could have changed the direction of everything. But setting that aside, what if you had a situation in something like this with a consolidation of conferences and teams, if you had the top two teams get through to a bye and then you got three versus six, four versus five, fighting for the right. You had one more week of playoff, but let's face it, that's better than some of the NFL games we're seeing these days. I'll leave it to you guys to talk. Yeah, thanks for the call, Chuck. And next year, they will go to a 12-team playoff. So this is the last year where only four teams is going are going to get in. It's also, to me, as someone who just loves watching college football and appreciates all the the great history of it and the traditions of it, that it really feels as if this is the end of an era of something that just will never be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, Friday night, we saw a great game. Oregon-Washington, the Pac-12 championship game. Washington goes on to win that football game. And the ratings for television were fantastic. The last ever Pac-12 game to ever be played. That conference is a rich conference for all sports. The Conference of Champions is what they call themselves. No longer. No longer. It doesn't matter. It's gone. You know why? Greed and money. 
television revenue, money, ratings, boom, there you go. Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC, all going to the Big Ten. Everyone else kind of going all over the place, right? Stanford is going to be in the ACC. Like, that makes any sense. A bunch of teams are going to the Big 12. You know, and then you get the the Beavs, the Beavers, and the Cougars. They get left out. And, and they're going to kind of put together their own kind of situation out west where, where they don't quite have a home, but they're going to be in the Mountain West for games, but then all this other stuff. Like, College football is changing in front of us. Next year, there will be a 12-team playoff, so you don't have to worry about the, the seeding, and you'll get you know your five different conference champions. Well, you don't have to worry about it anymore because essentially it's going to be four big conferences, mm-hmm. and the four big conferences will get their champions in, and then the group of five will get their team in, and then everyone else will be up for debate, and that's what college football will be. And from going, going forward after this year, it will be the, the weekend's, uh, at the end of December into January will be college playoff games on your Thursdays and Fridays leading into Saturday and Sunday of NFL playoff games. I don't know if people realize this, but the schedule for 2024, the first round of playoff games are going to take place on the Thursday and Fridays before yeah. wild card weekend. That's where you're going to get those games. So, I mean, it's going to be four great days of football. And then the following week, you'll get four more days of great football as you lead into the final four of college football. But, you know, it, it, the sport's changing. That's what it is. Well, and if you follow uh, Ross Dellinger, who's been, like, reporting on all this kind of stuff, um, this should have happened this year. This year should be the 12, the 12 year because there was the time when Texas and Oklahoma decided to leave the Big 12 and go to the SEC. Then the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 all formed this alliance. Remember the alliance? Yeah. And they were like, we're not going to do this. We need to form an alliance and agree that our conferences will not break up. And then the Pac-12 went, psych, and they decided to move on. So they delayed the voting by a year. So this should have all happened a year ago, meaning we shouldn't even be having this argument this year. This year should be the year where we're talking about 12 teams. This year should be the year where it doesn't matter. This year should be the year where we're coming in today and we're talking about what we saw from the NFL weekend. Oh, by the way, here are the 12 teams that made the college football playoff. And they were real mad that Ole Miss didn't get in over Oklahoma or that Oklahoma didn't get in over Ole Miss. Like that would, that was supposed to be this year. But because the Big 12 and the ACC or the Pac 12, the ACC and the Big 10 all came together to form the alliance. And we're like, we're not. And then they all of a sudden decided to change it. And they were like, nope, psych, we're going to leave because we like money. And uh, that's what happened. And so I don't know who's to blame in that situation. But this was the year where it was supposed to be easy on the committee. The hardest year they've ever faced, admittedly, by their own uh, admittance in the article that Heather Dinish posted. This was supposed to be the easy year, not the hardest year ever. I, I think the easiest way to say, though, the ones to blame would be ESPN and Fox. I mean, that's what's really pushing all of this to take place and to take shape is that the television partners are trying to create super conferences. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they're that's what they're doing. And, and so that's what we're getting. We're going to get the SEC on steroids, the Big Ten bulked up and, you know, the ACC and the Big 12 better figure their blank out because essentially what's going to happen is every year as we go forward, those two muskies swimming at the top of the lake are going to be trying to pick off teams from the ACC Mm -hmm. and the Big 12. 
perhaps like a team that got left out of the college football playoff who went undefeated in their conference. Oh, I'd be calling the Big Ten today. I mean, Florida State probably has a pretty good argument with the ACC today about how this is not working out for them. Yep. And who do you think is going to be the first team to defect out of the ACC going to the SEC? It'll be Florida State. Yeah. It'll be Florida State and like Miami. That's yeah. going to be the next move. That's mm-hmm. how this is going to happen. And what will happen is eventually the ACC and the Big 12 are going to crumble the way that the Pac-12 has crumbled. Yep. And that's what's going to happen is that the Big 10 and the SEC are going to be the last two standing. Cam and DeKalb, you're, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Cam? Hey, I just wanted to talk about, um, Blake, you already brought it up about Ohio State lost uh, two of their quarterbacks. Cardell Jones was playing. But that team was kind of loaded. They had Deke Elliott and uh, Michael Thomas. But, um, sure. Yeah. and um, They also had Urban Meyer as their coach. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was we can't let the committee make um, bowl games worthless. Um, we need to understand that the pageantry around college football is the greatest. The rivalries, some of them we're not going to get back because of money. And um, I just want to end on that. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks, Happy birthday, Abdallah. Happy birthday. Thank you, Cam. Appreciate it. I think the only way to incentivize, like, once we get to 12 teams and, like, you have those games with the buy and everything like that, the only way you can really, like, and you can't do this. There's no real way to do this. So I'm just saying this is a way, but it will never be done, is to incentivize the NIL money to say you got to play in the ballgame, too. Simple as that. Like if you if you tied NIL money like a bonus, right? Like like NFL players get playoff bonuses and they there's incentive like there's yardage incentives and touchdowns incentives and all that kind of stuff. If a school is giving a player money from their NIL fund and it's not coming from a car dealer or whatever, like an endorsement, if you're giving someone money from your NIL fund and you want them to participate in a bowl game, even though you're not gonna be in the top twelve, then you should incentivize that NIL money and say, hey, you get a bonus if you play in the bowl game. And what's more important to you, playing in the bowl game and getting that bonus or injuring yourself for the – because, like, that's a real problem with these bowl games aside from these two playoff games in the national championship is a lot of – these. Caleb Williams already said, I'm not playing in the Holiday Bowl. Sorry, not doing it. And I don't blame him. Well, the, the NIL bonus to play in these games would have to be more than what a first-round draft pick which would get. Which is never going to be the case. Not gonna exactly. Be. That's why I say it's everything. Like Jared Verse for, uh, for Florida State, he's a first-round pick. He's, the, yeah. he's one of the best edge rushers yeah. in the country. I, I see him 14 on a big board. I would If I were him, I don't care if they beat Georgia or not. I'm not risking my draft capital. Are you kidding me? Sorry. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. More of your calls next. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Lincoln Park, you're on ESPN 1000 with Black Abdallah. What's up, Dave? Hello, Dave. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, for the first time, I think I uh, agree with Abdallah 100% on this uh, college football playoff this is topic. the first time for everything. There is, and we found it. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think this is pretty clear, in all honesty. I mean, it, in full transparency, I'm a UT alum, but this is crystal clear Welcome. to me. And the reason, the reason why it's crystal clear is if 
you were in Michigan or Washington shoes, if you asked yourself, who would you want to play? Would you want to play Texas or Alabama? Or would you rather play Florida State? And I guarantee you, 100 times out of 100, they're all going to choose uh, Florida State. So that makes logical sense that they're obviously out. I mean, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I understand that the matchup uh, is not favorable for Florida State in that situation. Thanks for the call, Dave. Appreciate you uh, finally agreeing with Abdallah. Thank uh, you. That's nice. That's that nice means uh, all person, the other yeah. times he's with Black. That's so, fine. Uh, so yeah. I, I Listen, appreciate I get, it. I get one every um, once in a while. No, like I, I understand that, and I get that starting your third string quarterback doesn't go great. I totally understand that. I, I think the thing that bothers me is that you're removing the competition element what takes place on a football field Mm -hmm. from the discussion. And I I know that the committee admitted this, that they looked at the matchups and they said, well, how will they compete against X? How will they compete against this team? Oh, well, they're going to struggle offensively. So they probably shouldn't be in. Kind of like what Dave just said. If Michigan and Washington both would have preferred to face off against Florida State, then, yeah, the answer is Alabama should get in because they're a more difficult opponent at this moment. Look, if Alabama would have been playing and if on the la- and they're winning and they're beating Georgia and on the second-to-last play of the game, Jalen Milrow breaks his knee in half and he tears his ACL and he's out for the season, then they probably would have put Georgia or Ohio State in there. It would be the same situation. The committee is going off of their own criteria. They're not beholden to conference champions. They're beholden to the best four teams, and they've even said the most deserving team is not in our lexicon. They use those exact words, and they even have, they flash it multiple times on the screen. They look at situations where a player is unavailable for a team. Okay, yeah, you you, that's half true. How is it half true? Because the, the last part was true. The first part of what you said, that's not true. They do take into consideration conference champions. Are they beholden to it? No, that's incorrect. Yes. But con- winning a conference yes, championship yes. Yes. is one of their major pieces of criteria. Okay. So, like, that, that's leading the witness towards a place where that, that's not factually correct. But the you way, also have to, t- you have to like, go through all three of those, I, those criteria. I understand that not having all of your players or not having a quarterback at the starting position, that's a problem. I agree with that. The, the problem is, what if that defense is championship quality as far as the Florida State Seminoles go? They, they're not allowed to participate now. Okay, neither is Iowa. Well, you're you're an expert. You're a fan of uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, right? Mm-hmm. How many uh, championships have you won with crap quarterbacking? Oh, they've won a lot, but there's a different. It was oh, a different whoa, 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 dude, it's different, different time. Different year. Different, different time. Different, but but different, you won with defense, diff- right? Different, different time. Saban in that defense. No, they still had offense early. No, scoring, early. Scoring running backs early. They there got were, running backs early days with that's, Saban that, in Alabama before yeah, but, he started getting Jalen Hurts. That's and like Bryce tell, Young. But that's like and, telling and me a legit quarterback. That's like telling me a team like the Ravens with Trent Dilfer is going to win in the NFL now. They're not. They're not. That's not how you win anymore. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're removing the competition. Competition on the field from the conversation just because people don't like to watch I removed, defense and playing smart football. They removed That's just the competition from the field when he 
broke his leg in half. That's when they removed the competition from the field. One injury doesn't make a team. It's football. This isn't the NBA. When this it's your quarterback, this isn't it five absolutely people. does. You don't think don't that think if Michael so. Penix went down that, that Washington wouldn't be as good? That if that if Bo Nix went down, Oregon out. wouldn't be as good? That's for them to figure if out. If Milrow went Washington down, they wouldn't be as good? Washington is also the same team that I heard everyone telling me on Friday that Oregon was going to blow them out. And guess what? Competition took place. Yeah. And Washington won. Okay. Unexpected things in sports is why we love sports. Assuming you know the answer is stupid. This is all your conference's fault. My conference. This is fault. all the Pac-12's fault. If the Pac-12 wouldn't decided to secede from the union uh, earlier, then you would have had 12 teams this year. Tim and Wheaton, you're on ESPN 1000. <laughs> you're just deflecting yeah, the conversation. Show, as always. Great discussion. Appreciate, up, appreciate you taking my call. What's up, Tim? So last week, Florida State had their backup quarterback. They're ranked four. Um, Texas is seven, Alabama is eight, with the backup quarterback. So the committee looked at everything. Everything you're saying tonight, they saw the backup quarterback, and at that point they thought, no, they're still the number four team. Mm -hmm. And then Florida State beats Louisville, who's better than Oklahoma State, who Texas beats. But somehow now Florida State is going to be moved below Texas. That's where I have an issue, because if you say Alabama's win was so good against Georgia that you move them ahead of Florida State, um, I can maybe get behind that. Maybe not. But why now Texas? I mean, they had a nice win over Oklahoma State, but Louisville's better. They rank higher than Oklahoma State, and Florida State beat them. So how then can you move Texas ahead of, unless you're just saying that's the only way to get Alabama in, we have to put Texas at three, that's where I have an issue. And, and if Alabama had not beaten Georgia, are you telling me they would have moved Texas to number four ahead of Florida State? I do not think so. No chance they do that in my mind. So just love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. And one yeah. other quick thing. Go ahead. The, I think the playoffs, why don't they start the playoffs next week? Why do, if, when you have so much momentum right now, everybody's <laughs> talking about it. And, like, it's the biggest story. It's bigger than the NFL yesterday on a Sunday. Yeah. Why wait a month and lose all your momentum? I don't get it. New Year's Day, man. Yeah, they, they want the New Year's Day window. That's what they want. Thanks for the well, call, th- Tim. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and, and so, Abdal, like, what, what I continue to go to is – Based on the way I see it in college football, Michigan and Washington, you can stack it however you want, one, two. Mm -hmm. I think Florida State should have been three. And then the fourth spot, we can debate all day long between the one-loss conference champions, Texas and Alabama, Mm -hmm. and then the one-loss non-conference champion, who's the defending champ, Georgia, and have at it. You know, Ohio State, to me, doesn't get to to get into the conversation. Your one-loss... You didn't even play for your championship game. I understand that in the future that's going to work itself out with the Big Ten because they're going to take the top two teams for the, for the championship game. But Ohio State's not in the conversation because I don't think they were as good as they were kind of touted earlier in the season. But I think with Georgia, Florida, uh, Georgia, Alabama, and Texas, I think that's a good debate. And I think that's the way they should have shaped this, mm-hmm. is that Florida State should have gotten in and then we would have had a debate between Alabama and Texas and figure out, what was a better win? And do we value Texas winning a game against Alabama early in the season, even though Alabama is a better football team now? Well, I think because that goes into all of the strength of schedules and all that kind of stuff. Like Georgia had the worst strength of schedule besides Florida State. Florida State had the 55th ranked strength of, strength of schedule. Uh, Georgia had 37th and then Michigan had 35th. So then you get into like the strength of schedules, the opponents and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I wouldn't have been opposed if they would have 
put in Florida State third, and then you're debating Texas and Alabama, and the committee was like, well, Texas beat Alabama, so we put Texas in there. Okay, I've been on record saying win your games. Win your games. Yeah, but winning your games isn't good enough. When you're healthy. Also, to say when you're healthy. <laughs> when, you're healthy. when you're healthy. Also, uh, the to the people that are saying, well, they were ranked this last week, and two weeks ago they were ranked this, and three weeks ago, the committee said it. I believe they said it on the broadcast before they put out the, the rankings. They have a clean sheet oh, every yeah, but, single but he, week. The last caller wasn't wrong. They were ranked fourth last week. No, I understand that. I understand that. But let me finish. Last week, they were ranked fourth. When the committee comes in, they don't look at the last week's rankings. No, I know that. But what he was saying was last, last week, yeah. not having your starting quarterback yeah. was still good enough to be fourth it last was. week. Now yeah. it's just not good enough. It wasn't this week. Yeah. Not after a team beats the number one team in the country, it's not. Jake in Northbrook, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jake? Hey, guys. Uh, good conversation going so far. Um I'm definitely uh, black with you on this one. The undefeated always, to me, Power 5 gets the nod. But I think you brought it up a little earlier. Everyone on this network, on this station, every network was saying how Oregon's the greatest thing since, you know, they could be the second-best team in the country right now. They went out and got beat pretty pretty decently by, by Washington. So that's why we play the games. And just one note to Abdallah, you're talking backup quarterback. Last I check, Nick Foles has a Lombardi trophy that he won. That's the NFL. It's not college football. I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, there's, not a, there's not a committee Thanks, that decides Jake. who gets to go to the playoffs in the NFL. So <laughs> you just go. Wade in Naperville. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Wade? Wade. Wade's gone. We go to Jeff in Joliet. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys, how are you doing tonight? We're good, man. Um, one of your previous callers mentioned about the Florida State ranking. I think I, I actually agree with your your comments about uh, deserving teams and also the best teams. But I think where the committee messed up was they, they, they used the injury as an excuse to drop Florida State out down to five. Why, why would they have Georgia or, in that matter, Ohio State – ranked below them why they why did they just drop them down all the way down to seven because the if you're going to use that logic in that final vote which like you said the previous votes don't matter but this final vote the reason for leaving them out was they don't have a quarterback so just drop them all the way down to seven and say you know we dropped you to seven because you didn't have a quarterback i mean i think florida state should have gotten in but the 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 argument that the committee used falls apart when they rank them fifth yeah i i agree with you jeff and i i think at that point if you really want to get into it like you you could probably even drop florida state even farther if that's what you're looking to do right like wouldn't most people say like what's the line right what's the spread and thanks for the call jeff what's the spread right now for georgia florida state i believe it was two touchdowns let me look real quick talk amongst yourself I'll well because you like when you uh, i'm seeing 14 and a half georgia okay. 14 and a half yeah, they're that's the what favorite. i've got to yeah so two 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 touchdowns mm-hmm. um so that's the difference here. So if that's the logic, why is Georgia six? Shouldn't Florida State, if they really are that concerned that their starting quarterback isn't there, shouldn't you drop them below probably Oregon? I mean, I know Oregon has two losses, but what would the spread be Florida State, Oregon today? 13 points? 10 yeah, points? It probably would be just around the same, I would think. 13, 14 points. But here's the thing. Like, 
Is Oregon going to well, have their quarterback? Bo Nix probably isn't going to play well, in, and, in the bowl game. And that's why you look at, I mean, Ohio State already, their quarterback is entering the portal. He's not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, McCord's not going to be there. So, you know, it, it's. I think that's where clearly the committee made a decision just on preference for what they think will be the best television matchup. That's it. That's what they should have said. They picked the they four should, best teams. Boo uh, Cordell should come out and just Corrigan. say, that's what we want to do is we don't like Florida State's style. We didn't. We watched the game. We didn't like it. Didn't taste right. We would prefer to have something else. No, but if they That's had, it. but if if they had been playing, if they had the same two scores, those final two games, and Tra- Jordan Travis was in there, but they just weren't playing well, they'd be in it. They'd be in it. It's the fact that he got hurt and can't be in. The, well, what, the what if he's not playoff. there and they won the game twenty-eight to six? You still remove them? No, they probably don't. If they put up a like, if they put up a bunch well, of offense, they, they probably they don't. Into, this is all about style points. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that we've talked it, about and, it for years. It's, that it's, it's not, about style points. Yeah, but when you have a four team playoff and you have three teams that are clearly conference champions who went undefeated, but we it's say style obvious. points all the time. We say that teams need style points. It's Black and Doll. We're going to take more of your phone calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six and the song of the night coming up next. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. a great debate about college football the college football playoff the death of our favorite sport abdallah that's the one thing that we can't agree on can we can we just for two yeah. seconds for two seconds can we agree yeah. on something that you and i have been steadfast in saying four is good embrace debate <laughs> the arguments like this are what make college football fun and that like all the great football that we saw on friday and Saturday, I don't know. You say, well, obviously it didn't matter for Florida State, but like all the ge- the good games that we saw on Friday and Saturday aren't going to matter because Washington and Oregon will just be playing for seeding, and Alabama and Georgia will just be playing for seeding, and Ohio State will get to sit out, or Michigan will get to sit out of the Big Ten championship game, whatever happens next year, and they'll just be waiting. No, they'll both be in. They'll both be. In. The Big Ten is going to a no conf- a no division conference yeah. next season. So the top two teams. If it's Ohio State and Michigan, they face off uh, for their final game of the season, and both teams are still the two best teams. But the loser they'll face off again in the Big Ten championship, and the loser will make it into the the playoff. And it's it's not as good to me. It, it it devalues the games, and it devalues the conference championships. We have a lot of football to get to tonight. We'll be on until eight o'clock. But right now, we have the song of the night. I want to rock. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Each night around 6.50, it's time for the Song of the Night. Tonight's song, The Hines. Hate to say I told you so, from 2000. That's right, every night we pick a song. It's Black and Abdallah. 
right around 6.50. It's your song of the night. Today, this song was released, December 4th, 2000. This was out. And I also remember this from being on a uh, Madden football uh, soundtrack. Yep. This it song was. would play all of the time when you're trying to toggle through and find which team you wanted to play with. It was definitely on a Madden soundtrack. Uh, also, this song was written about our takes on Zach Levine. It's in the Wikipedia page. Uh, I hate to say I told you so about Zach Levine. That's written on there for Black and oh, Abdallah. Is that in there? Yeah, yeah, that's in there. Uh, I've seen the Hives live. I saw them when this song was very popular. They played the Metro. They are good. a great live band. Not really? good. Great. Really? He is a great front man. The band is great live. If you're there ever at a festival, you get a chance to see him, whatever. I highly recommend. They just put out a new album. I highly, I'm not like a Hive super fan or whatever. Remember they came out around the same time as like all the the bands. Yeah, there the were a bunch of The White Stripes were popular. Yeah. The Vines. Yeah. Uh, the Hives. Uh, there was another one. There was another one that I just thought of when we were upstairs and I, we were putting this in. That was like, like all the number bands were yeah. popular for a while. Some 41, Blink-182, SR-71. And all the the bands were popular for a while. The Strokes. That was another one that was popular around this time. The Strokes, the Strokes still popular, but this is a... a yeah, but they, a, they all came out in the early 2000s. They yes. all came out together yeah. as a group. Exactly. And yeah. uh, it was great. This video is funny. The band is funny live. This is a a, a, a song that because of Madden, I think a ton of people know. They're, they're a one-hit wonder. You can qualify this band as a one-hit wonder. <laughs> no. No, they had like You just a, offended They had Kevin like a Zeep small walk, walk. Yeah, they had, what was the other one after that? There was like a tick, tick, boom we'll or see, click, click something. Three yeah, that we can okay, name. Okay, fine. The Hives hate the t- hate the say I told you so. It's your song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. More with Abdallah being wrong about the college football playoff in two minutes. Black and Abdallah (laughs) on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. 